In this episode of Social Media Secrets, we're gonna talk about why what most people believe regarding social media is completely false. Okay, every single day I see entrepreneurs and business owners and sometimes even social media strategists being like, uh, don't go viral for just anything. Don't um, create content outside of your niche. Have you ever heard someone say something like that? Like, if you create content outside of your niche and it goes viral, it's really gonna hurt everything. Um, I just, I see these types of posts all the time. And here's the interesting thing. Some of the people who are the loudest about this topic are the people that are hitting me up in the DMs saying, I need your help on social media. Nothing seems to be working. Oh man, right? Okay. When you want to grow, niching is hurting your growth. It's hurting your ability to reach more people. It's hurting your ability to reach different audiences. It is hurting your ability to go viral and consistently sustain growth. Now, the reason I share this is because for a long time, I've been really fascinated about why some shows stay on the air for decades and decades and decades and decades. And some shows fizzle out after two, three, five seasons and can't seem to keep on going. They lose audience year after year after year. Okay, so what I found was that the shows that were the longest running were two types of shows in particular. Any guesses as to what they are? All right, I'm gonna tell ya. Number one is not the top one, so rather I could say number two is, you ready for it? Murder Mysteries. Everybody loves Murder Mystery because each one has its own dramatic flair. So CSI, um, Criminal Minds, um, Dateline 2020. When there is a mystery involved and then there's also the drama of the backstory and the emotions, each and every episode has its own variety of flavors and feels and each story is so different and people resonate with some more than others, etc. But the number one longest running type of show, believe it or not, is late night shows. Yes, the hosts may change every 5, 10, 20 years, but late night shows don't go out of fashion. The same thing goes for talk shows, but talk shows are relatively newer compared to late night shows. And I was like, why is it that late night shows consistently perform again and again and again and again? And what I discovered was that they have variety. They have sometimes heartwarming stories, funny segments, silly bits, new people. They talk about different things. Variety is the secret to sustained growth, meaning it's not just a one-note account, show, experience. I mean, think about it. Is there someone that you followed for Instagram growth? And at some point you were like, 
okay, I see their videos and I swipe past them because I'm like, I don't just want to learn about Instagram today. And you know you're not going to get anything different. You're like, if I'm not in the mood to specifically learn about that one topic, I'm going to swipe. True? So I started to kind of test that out as a consumer. So I switched mindsets and I was like, when someone is niched down, am I likely to swipe past their content unless the hook is excellent or unless I particularly need support with that thing that day? And the answer was yes. And then I saw a few people say the same thing about my content. They said, as much as I love your content, if I'm not like in a mood to learn marketing, I'm going to swipe. And that's when it hit me that variety is really and truly the secret to reaching new people, consistently reaching people. And also, it's a really great way to connect with your audience in different ways. Now, I first discovered this without realizing what I was doing. I actually think most of our great discoveries in marketing and business are kind of accidental. Um, at least they have been for me. I wish I could say like, oh yeah, I had this theory and then I tested it. But usually it comes years later in hindsight, like what worked at that point in time. And what blew my mind was back when TikTok first came around, I started testing variety because it was the one place where there weren't a ton of marketers and there weren't judgy people. And I was like, I'm just gonna have fun here. And I talked about books and I talked about mental health and I talked about mom bodies and I talked about the struggles of parenting and marriage and my favorite things and the finds that I got at, at Goodwill. And again and again, I started hearing this sentence from people. They said, I've I first followed you when I saw your mom body video or fill in the blank with something else. And then I stayed when I realized how much information you were sharing about marketing or business. And it started to click for me that when we niche down, people get bored of us. So we get passed up so quickly. So literally just the other day I saw someone posting, uh, or rather running an ad for how to grow your business. And they were like, it's not about posting stuff that isn't related. That's gonna get you totally the wrong audience. Well, how do you know that? How do you know? How do you know that? Is me posting something about finding really good finds at a thrift store going to exclude marketers, business owners, readers, authors, etc.? I don't think so. Feel free to say like verbally, yes, if you would pay attention to these types of non-niched content. All right, so we're gonna do a little check here. Would you pay attention to a video about thrifted finds? Yes or no? Would you pay attention to a video about fiction books? How about fiction books that made me cry? Would you pay attention to a video about not just mental health, but mental illnesses related to working and how it can affect work? Would you pay attention to talks about like family struggles and dynamics? 
would you pay attention to a video about low maintenance skincare and mostly affordable skincare? <laughs> would you pay attention to videos about rescue animals, cats, dogs, horses, yes, yes, yes. What blows my mind is there is so much overlap in many of these topics with your ideal audience. And when you share more than just the one thing you wanna be known for in business, what a crazy concept, people start to feel like they can actually understand you. Um, I don't know about you, but I get kind of nervous when I don't know anything about someone in business. Anyone else feel that way? When someone is only sharing the content related to their niche, I'm like, I, I wish that I could know if I trust you, but I don't even know if like you have kids. You don't have to show them, but do you have kids? Because that changes the hours and energy and attention span available for creating content. Uh, when someone doesn't share, like, here are some of the challenges I've had. I don't even know. Can we vibe? Because I've had some pretty big challenges. And I'm willing to bet your audience has too. Um, when someone doesn't share about their marriage at all, I'm like, are you and your spouse fighting about the business? I don't know what's happening. And so what's really interesting is these people who are saying you need to niche, 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 niche. I discovered that they grow quickly in the beginning, almost universally, but then they hit a drastic plateau and they struggle to grow and they start to think that like more is better. And they start to create more, more emails, more funnels, more offers, more content, higher production quality, etc. And so what's interesting is that advice of niching down is preventing you from expanding and reaching into new audiences. Um, the number of people who have followed me for fiction books recently has really shocked me. But it's also really cool because then I get to connect with authors too who are writing books and who say, I love that you're you know, reading fiction books, but also I'm learning a lot about building my audience here. Fantastic. It's a great way to go. Now, sometimes people will say, but Rachel, I don't want to share everything about my personal life. Oh my gosh, I feel you on that. You do not have to share everything about your personal life. You don't even have to create content every single day. When it comes to creating what you share in your personal life, first and foremost, set boundaries about what you are and are not comfortable with sharing. So for example, um, I don't show my husband Paul because he's very, 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 very private. Um, he's like extremely introverted and very reserved and he likes his privacy. So I only share him in agreed upon intentionally curated moments. And that's actually worked really well for us. It's been a great compromise versus me being like, I need you to be in my content. Um, 
When it comes to our kids, we made a decision a few years ago to actually not feature them in anything. We barely share maybe three photos with the kids in it per year, if even that. And the reason for that is I can talk about parenting without having to, I'm gonna use really strong words here, but this is reflecting of my beliefs and experiences. If it doesn't reflect yours, don't stress. I don't need to exploit my kids' images online to build my business. I told you that would be really dramatic. <laughs> so, but that's how I feel about that. And that is a newer revelation for me. Now, I can share some of their stories. I can share their stories anonymously. So a certain kid who shall remain unnamed um, put stickers all over the hardwood floors. Cool. Now I'm not embarrassing that kid, but you're still hearing this story without me filming their moment of shame in a tough parenting moment. Okay. How about this? Mental health. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to open up about it. That's okay. You can still share resources about mental health. You can sh still share the public stories of people who are open talking about it, right? So, oh, you don't think that you can be bipolar in business? Here are five people who have been open about their bipolar experience. Feel free to name me, right? If you want. <laughs> You don't have to always share the things that are specific to you, but you can say, I relate to that, or I've had similar experiences, things like that. Um, you can decide whether or not to talk about things like sex, religion, and politics. Now, I made a decision to officially pull those narratives completely out of my marketing a hundred percent and it has not hurt my business at all when I talk about God everyone assumes that they know which God I'm talking about but I have not confirmed it um, I don't talk about politics in my marketing but I do at times talk about particular causes, especially if I'm doing some type of fundraiser that I feel particularly strong about. When it comes to sex, I don't talk about the specifics, but I talk about like tongue in cheek jokes about it, quite literally. <laughs> okay, so you get to decide what boundaries to set with sharing personal information. And that is super important to note. Um, decide what categories you do feel comfortable sharing. You don't have to share the neighborhood that you take walks in to showcase that you like taking walks. Get creative, film your feet on the pavement. That's not gonna give away where you are. And so what's interesting is when people say like, Rachel, I don't want, to, I want a brand that grows, but I don't want to share as much personal information as you do. There's a part of me that's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It seems as though I'm sharing a ton of personal information, 
but I don't actually share what I'm doing day to day, what I'm experiencing day to day, because those things feel very personal. Anyone else feel that way? Uh, I don't share things like what I'm eating every single day. I don't share what my kids' activities are, the crazy schedules of running the kids around, though I could share like a behind the scenes that doesn't showcase any of the personal information. Uh, I don't share how much of a hermit I actually am. Um, I am a big homebody, and I don't say that lightly. I love nothing more than an evening in. I crave evenings in. I actually feel so stinking boring on a day-to-day. I don't share all of that. Um, I like playing Mario Kart, and I like playing the piano, and I show that in little like pictures on my IG stories. But what you don't know is I probably spend one to two hours a day playing the piano and or one to two hours a day playing Mario Kart between work tasks to like reset. I don't feel like a particularly interesting person, but anyone else realizing as I'm sharing this how much you can select specific topics and make it feel as though people are getting a really cool insight into your life. It's a very cool experience to share and showcase only what you want to share and showcase. And for me, it's been a lifesaver because I do feel extremely private with my life. And I'm really glad for that. So all of this to say, niching down is absolutely hurting your growth. Don't listen to the people who say niching down is the way to grow. Go look at their growth stats on the platform that they're talking about and watch how they have plateaued almost universally, unless it is a massive uh, topic like true crime, murder mysteries, all of the above. Now, I know I didn't talk about any particular or specific platform in this, but I've got to talk about this because I'm so stinking excited about it. Um, I created the zero to 100K Instagram growth guide and it's free it's 100 percent free there's an optional offer after the guide and it is you guys i'm just gonna be honest i don't love to like hype my own stuff up but this one i poured my heart intention and expertise into because i was like i am so sick and tired of these fluffy freebies and low ticket offers i don't know if anyone else feels the same way but i was like I want to put more value into this free growth guide than most people do in their paid Instagram ebooks because I've bought many of those and been very, very disappointed. And so if you head on over to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast, you can get that zero to 100K Instagram growth guide totally free. Once again, optional offer. Afterwards, you don't have to buy that to get the free guide. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.